ADT professionally installs Google Nest products, helping to make your home safe and smart. You can check in on your home and manage your security system from virtually anywhere. And with Nest Cams and Nest Doorbell, you get intelligent alerts on what matters most. Plus, when every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP. Hey, everyone. I'm Jeff Zeleny, CNN Chief National Affairs Correspondent, in for David Chalian. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, December 8th. Congress is hard at work in the final days of this lame duck session. We'll tell you what's left on lawmakers' to-do lists and what they've accomplished today. The motion is adopted. The Respect for Marriage Act is officially on its way to President Biden's desk for his signature. It's a landmark bill that protects both same-sex and interracial marriage, giving new federal protections to marriage rights. It's one of the most extraordinary and fascinating bipartisan bills we've seen this year. The final vote in the House today was 258 to 169, with all Democrats voting in favor, joined by 39 Republicans. It passed the Senate just last week. Here's House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer celebrating earlier today after the vote. What a great day, isn't it? Not only are we on the right side of history, we're on the right side of the future, expanding freedom in America. This legislation is a chance to send a message to Americans everywhere. No matter who you are, who you love, you too deserve dignity and equal treatment under the law. That's about as an American ideal as it gets. Now, today's bill doesn't require all states to legalize same-sex marriage. In fact, far from it. But it does require them to recognize legal marriages from other states. Before the bill passed, some members of Congress took to the House floor to share their thoughts on the legislation. Some shared very personal stories about being in interracial relationships or members of the LGBTQ community, like New Hampshire Congressman Chris Pappas. Next year, I'll marry the love of my life. And it's unthinkable that if the Supreme Court heeds Justice Thomas's call, that our marriage might be recognized in New Hampshire where we live, but not across the country. That's the reality that many couples fear. Now, you may be wondering why this is necessary, as same-sex and interracial marriage rights are already protected via the Supreme Court. Well, they are for now. But Democrats were scared when Roe v. Wade was overturned in June through that historic Dobbs decision, showing that this court is willing to overturn long-held precedent. That was made explicit by Justice Clarence Thomas, who said the Supreme Court should revisit the decision on same-sex marriage and other cases. Now, some Republicans on the House floor voiced their opposition for the bill, like Congressman Jim Jordan, who argued that Democrats have mischaracterized Thomas's words, and this bill does not protect religious liberty. I hope it does not pass because I think it is dangerous and takes the country in the wrong direction. But that argument was flatly rejected by a dozen Republicans in the Senate and more than three dozen in the House. Now, the vote comes as the Supreme Court is currently considering a case that deals with LGBTQ rights and religious liberty. Now, during arguments earlier this week at the high court, a number of conservative members of the bench seem sympathetic to arguments from a graphic designer who wants to start a wedding business, but she doesn't want to work with same-sex couples. With the holidays looming, the House had their hands full today. The chamber also passed the National Defense Authorization Act for fiscal year 2023 on a bipartisan basis, 350 to 80. Now, this bill will set the policy agenda 
and authorize funding for the Defense Department. And the passage comes after lawmakers in the House and the Senate spent months negotiating certain aspects of the bill. This is what it does. It authorizes $858 billion in national defense funding. It approves a pay raise for military service members. It aims to bolster U.S. support for Ukraine and NATO and far more. There was a sense of urgency to get this done before the year ended, of course. Defense spending is always one of the most controversial. Democrats and Republicans support it and oppose it for often different reasons. It creates a strange alliance of votes on both sides. But what it also does is rescind the U.S. military's COVID vaccine mandate that has become remarkably controversial. The repeal was a must for Republicans to get on board with the bill. Here was House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy on Fox News on Tuesday. National Defense Authorization Act. You know what a new majority means in Congress? We will now lift the mandate in our military for the vaccine. We've been fighting for this a long time. This is the difference when people go vote. This is the difference when I sat down and met with the president. I told him there would be no NDAA unless this was in. Of course, most Democrats weren't on board with this, but they concluded they needed to accommodate this to get the bill across the finish line. They knew it's politically perilous and risky to go home for the holidays by not authorizing the defense spending bill. So this will now go to the Senate to be approved before it could be sent to the president's desk as early as next week. Now, the newly reelected Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said earlier the chamber could take this up soon. It is expected to pass in the Senate. The question Will the president sign this because it repeals the vaccine mandate? White House National Security spokesman John Kirby wouldn't say when asked yesterday. We continue to believe uh, that repealing the vaccine mandate uh, is a mistake. Uh, making sure our troops are ready to, to defend this country and prepared to do so, uh, that remains the president's uh, priority. And the vaccine requirement for COVID does just that. But the reality is President Biden knows the art of compromise. He knows that both Democrats and Republicans had to come together in the House and the Senate. And this was one of the things that Democrats conceded they needed to do to get Republican support. It would be extraordinary for the president to veto this bill simply because of that mandate. Another familiar story is popping up again on Capitol Hill. Lawmakers are scrambling to try and keep the government funded and avert a government shutdown. This has become a recurring story year after year in the narrowly divided Congress. Now, government funding expires at the end of next week, and it's looking more and more like Congress will have to pass another short-term stopgap bill known as a Continuing Resolution, or CR, instead of passing a broader, full-term funding agreement. Now, if this sounds familiar, it's because it absolutely is. This month's debate comes after the Senate used a CR in September to keep the government funded pushing back the deadline until next week. This is the legislative example of kicking the can down the road. Year after year, Republicans and Democrats, the Senate and the House, have been passing these short-term CRs, which frustrates people throughout the government, the professionals, because it says that they can't plan for longer-term spending. They can't decide what they're going to do next year. But the short-term funding bills, they do keep the government open to avert a government shutdown. Now, earlier this week, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell didn't seem so optimistic that Congress could avoid a short-term band-aid. We don't even have an overall agreement on how much we're going to spend. We're running out of time. There's only so much you can do with the time that's left, which leaves you only potentially with the option of a short-term CR into early next year. But today, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, in her final days as Speaker, said the House is hard at work to pass an omnibus bill before the end of the year. 
We still see a pathway to achieving that. However, if we don't have it, we may be forced uh, to put forth a year-long CR. I don't like that, but it's much better than the poison that might befall us in another kind of bill. Schumer also seemed more hopeful today, saying he thought both sides of the aisle recognized deciding on a broader funding bill was a better option than delaying it into the new year, or worse, a government shutdown. Now, one of the reasons for the sense of urgency is because the new Congress is an entirely different era for the Biden administration. It will be a divided Congress. Republicans will narrowly control the House. Democrats narrowly control the Senate. But it means agreeing on a full-term spending bill, a budget, if you will, is simply going to be too big of a challenge. So they want to try and get this wrapped up before the end of the year. We'll see if that actually happens. The time is ticking away until Christmas. And that's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Introducing ADT Self-Setup, featuring everything from motion sensors to Google Nest Cams. It can be easily installed at your convenience and adapts as your needs change. You can add more products at any time and your system easily moves wherever life takes you. Plus, When every second counts, you can trust ADT's 24-7 professional monitoring. When the most trusted name in home security adds the intelligence of Google, you've got a home with no worries. Go to ADT.com today or call 1-800-ADT-ASAP.